Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Look, I, I, I want to rant about Phoenix, Arizona real quick. Before I say anything else, Phoenix, you ought to be ashamed of your doggone self. What's going on with the traffic on the I-10? You Do you really have to block off every lane on the freeway? I ain't even seen nobody that working. I almost missed the show. We stay in Goodyear. It takes us, I don't know, normally 30 to 40 minutes to get here. We are an hour and 30 minutes to get here. All right, that's enough ranting about the freeways. And the city council, anti-police terrorist, domestic terrorist on the city council. And you know who you are. Not everybody. There's some good people on the city council. But there's some nuts on the city council that literally want to pander to a small group of people who hate the police department instead of supporting the men and women who wear the badge. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. We're going to talk about that. But first, let's talk about Joe Biden. Let's talk about the Democratic Party, because that's that's one of the most important things that's going on. I know y'all sick of politics, but by golly, if you don't go out and vote, you're going to either be. I mean, if you go out and vote and you participate like you should, you're going to either be the happiest person on earth or you're going to be sad. Which one do you want to be? What position do you want your children to be in? Um, after you are gone. And it depends on which person is running the country. Now, let me say this. Joe Biden is literally experiencing mild cases of a mental illness. Some people say dementia. He is struggling and he has no chance to be the president of the United States of America. He can't even tell if he's on planet Mars or planet Earth. He don't know. He. He don't know if he's running for the presidency or he's running for Senate. And I'm not making this stuff up. You know, people, they misspeak, whatever the case may be. I've done it before. Many people have done it. But every time you talk, he he said, and I'm going to play the clip for you. He said that 150 million people were killed in gun violence, I think, from from 2007 to now. Uh, That's half of America. You can't, dude. I know, I know you mess up on numbers. Dude, you missed it by 147 million. <laughs> Come on, Joe Biden. I'm going to play one of these clips because I want y'all to hear how ridiculous Joe Biden is. Um, let me make sure I got my stuff on. Let's run the clip. This legislation um, that I am putting forward. That's definitely not it. Let me see if I can catch one. Here now, the New Hampshire Democratic debate. Not it. I got to figure out what clip it is. <laughs> I'll figure it out here in a second. But Joe Biden is struggling. Now, let's talk about the Democratic uh, platform. And if you're a Democrat and you're listening to me, which I think is very rare, but you're welcome to listen to me as well. Um, If you're a Democrat, they're getting and you like Bernie and you're a Bernie, bro. They're getting ready to screw you. All right. Like they did last last time in 2016. It doesn't matter what you want. If you vote or if you support a certain candidate If the DNC wants Hillary Clinton to be the nominee, they're going to pick Hillary Clinton, even if they have to manipulate and do some fraudulent stuff to make that happen. They're going to do that. 
Do y'all y'all know that it's a proven fact that the DNC illegally thwarted uh, Bernie Sanders from being a nominee when he should have been a nominee over Hillary Clinton, who was the most crooked politician other than a husband. Now, this time around, you see Joe Biden just won South Carolina. Bloomberg is still, I don't know how he's at any debates when he just got into the race and all he's doing is spending money. The millionaires and billionaires. That's, that's Bloomberg. How is he still in the running? Let me tell you how he's still in the running. They are going to pick him and Joe Biden. I'm just saying, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And I'll come back on and say I was wrong. But the way I see it is that Bernie Sanders Sanders is a socialist. And nobody in America that has any good sense wants socialism to come to America. Now, some people say, oh, it's not really socialist. It's like a quasi-socialism. Forget the term socialism. Nobody wants taxes being raised to ungodly amounts. Think about this for a minute. This is pretty much what Joe uh, Bernie Sanders is telling you and the reason why he's not going to. The Democrats know he has no chance against Trump. He's saying, look, I want to give you free college. I want to I want to uh, forgive your loans or whatever. I want you to have Medicare for all. But it is free. But the catch is you got to pay for it. That's pretty much what it is. It's free, but you got to pay for it. It's free, but I'm going to raise taxes on you so much that you're essentially paying for it anyway. Think about this for a minute. He put on this little description. All you got to do is look up what Bernie Sanders said. Twenty nine. If you make it twenty nine thousand or above, you're going to be taxed. Think about this for a minute, ladies and gentlemen, Two household income. It don't take it don't take much. If you make it, if two people are making minimum wage, let's say minimum wage is seven dollars an hour, because depending on where you're at, it changes. If two people are working and making minimum wage, they're a married couple. You, I mean, you essentially making what, $14 an hour? That's going to put you right over 30000 a year. If you make $15 an hour, that'll put you, and you do the math, $15 an hour will put you at 31000 a little bit over 31000 a year. You're going to get taxed to death. Two people, household income, making right around minimum wage each, you're going to get taxed to death. You're going to essentially, and this is the thing, he advocates that he want everybody's minimum wage to be raised to $15 an hour nationwide. Now, $15 an hour is the bracket that's going to be taxed. So what he wants to do is bully employers to pay you enough to, so he can tax you. That's, that's what it is. Listen, y'all, y'all can't fall for that. But the Democratic Party, I think, is smart because they know he has no chance against President Trump. Nobody wants to give up their 401k. And it's not that, listen, Bloomberg, uh, Biden is not going to, and he, he's a nightmare. But Bloomberg is trying to be quasi-Trump, but say, I'm like Trump, but a little better. These other people are saying, I am the complete opposite of Trump. I, I'm Nothing that he does, I support. I'm going to do everything the complete opposite of what President Trump does. Now, we've seen the greatest economy that we've seen in a long time. Unemployment is continuing continuing to go down. Record numbers that we've seen. Record uh, numbers of employment. People off of food stamps. All of the above. Record, 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 record. And you're telling me you're going to come into office and you're going to do complete, something completely different and we're supposed to receive the same results. We're supposed to have the same uh, type of peace that we have in this country today. We're supposed to be the same, have the same strength militarily. We're supposed to be have the same security at the border you, you must be you got to be crazy so what i want to talk about in our next segment because i want to set it up i have my friend Derek calling in these liberals 
are out of control. The new slave master, in my personal opinion, is black liberals. They are going to tell you that if you're a Republican or you, you better get back on a plantation, you better get back in there. How dare you go off the reservation? How dare you go off the plantation? This is pretty much what they're saying. Don Lemon literally got on television and let, allowed somebody to come on there and call people uh, Uncle Tom's. And because a lot of uh, black conservatives and people who, I mean, you were invited to the White House. They went to the White House for Black History Month. The, they prayed for the president. It was a beautiful scene. And what do they do? They come out against them. They come out and shame them. I thought you are supposed to be happy for other black people. I ain't happy for other black people, man. They want to see you fall. We'll talk about that in the next segment. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Hey, make sure you follow me on social media at The Officer Tatum. The Officer Tatum. Also go to my store, TheOfficerTatumStore.com. Let me talk about something real quick. And, and if you were listening to the last segment, I, I kind of gave you a little introduction. So the president of the United States absolutely unequivocally supports the black community and people who think that he doesn't. I, I don't know what planet you're living on. I don't know if you've been living on a rock or you know, no, the crack rocks are kicking in too strong. I don't know what's wrong with you if you think not. There's too much evidence to to suggest that the president supports African-Americans. He have events at the White House all the time. I've been there five times. And my next guest is one of my friends, Derek Gretonego. Um, I mean, he one of the most brilliant young brothers that I know. I had an event out here in Phoenix, impromptu. He got up there, MC for me. I mean, he's he's up and up and coming in in the movement, in the conservative movement. He was at the White House this time, and I'm gonna bring him in here in a second. But he was at the White House this time with the president in the Oval Office, and they prayed for the president. And I'm sure he was speaking knowledge. But the Democrats. The black liberals that came out and called them Uncle Tom's and everything else under the book. But I'm going to bring in Derek because I want Derek to speak to the reality of what happened um, at the White House. And uh, Derek. Hey, brother, I'm here. I'm here. What's up? You here? All right, man. Man, talk to the people about your experience at the White House just a few days ago. Okay, first off, B, I love you, man. I love you. And I may sound giddy right now. The reason why I'm giddy is because I am still on a high right <laughs> now, bro. I am high on a high from what the president did for us, man. Be, uh, it is amazing. And everybody out here listening, I need you to understand the media is lying right now. It is, it is truly sickening. I'm going to give you a quick glimpse as to what happened. Uh, if B, can, can I talk about it real Go, quick? Talk, B, can I talk tell them, tell the people. Okay, I'm about to tell. I'm about to tell y'all. So, um, B knows this event. Um, this is a, a, a Black History Month event um, that they do yearly. And um, we got invited and we get invited. We usually have a a reception in the East Wing, okay? So I get an email um, about 24 hours earlier that says, hey, we need to meet in the West Wing because we have something to do. So we're thinking it's going to be photo ops, this nature, this side of the other. We get invited into the cabinet room, B, 
we get invited to the cabinet room, Boy. and it's me, Angela Stanton, uh, David Harris Jr., Terrence Williams, Candace Owens, Alveda King. We all sit around the table. President Trump comes in, and he does, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything behind closed doors. Like I don't want to be seen with these people. This or the other. President Trump comes in and he says, "Tell the press to come in here." B, you don't hear him. He says, tell the press to come in here right now. <laughs> the entire press comes in. President Trump says, everybody around the table say a word to all of us. B, we all started speaking, right? This is unplanned. Off the top of our head, he gives us our moment. Each yeah. one of us spoke on something different, like God was in the room that day and leading it, bro. And yeah. then what you say is 100% true. The, uh, the, the video's online right now if you go look at it. I believe it's on YouTube. At a certain moment, NBC decides to walk out of the room. They get so fed up with all the greatness going on with the black community. We're telling all kinds of wonderful facts about what, what the president is doing for the black community. Over a billion dollars over the next four years for HBCUs. Over a billion dollars. We talk, we're telling all the facts. NBC gets up and walks out of Bro, the room. I, I, want you to, I want you to tell people in, in, your, in your opinion, like, okay. what is it about black men and women, but mostly men, okay. what is it that bothers them so much about black men thinking for themselves and saying, look, I want to pursue, I want to be involved in an administration that want to do something for us. Why, why do you think they so bothered by this stuff? Well, I think I think a lot of it is black culture. You know what I'm saying? We 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 uh, we a lot of us like Kanye. Listen, man, listen, a lot of us say, well, Kanye's good at some stuff, but some 20 percent of the stuff he was off on. The more I'm watching this, the more I'm realizing that Kanye was actually more profound than I even gave him credit for, because a lot of people in the black community they're used to that kind of plantation buck syndrome where if you see another brother trying to do something, it's time to tear that brother down right. rather than saying, rather than saying maybe he's on to something, let's shine together. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, let's tear him down. But furthermore, let me, let me get on, let me get on real quick because you mentioned something, you mentioned something about we think after all that happened that night, look, so we get out the war room. We do great. We got out the war room, go in the Oval Office, take pictures. We go to the major function. When we get in the major function, B, the president gives us shout outs one by one. One by one. On I mean, <laughs> this dude is amazing. So the next morning we wake up and all of a sudden Mark Lamont Hill. Oh man. Aries listen, Aries Spears, the comedian. Yeah. These people have used their platforms to call us coons, to call us crazy people. We're in here praying for the president. And they're calling us crazy, bro. It, it makes no sense. It, 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 it baffles my mind. Now, let me let me take it one step further, because you said I get philosophical. Here's my problem, bro. Here's my big problem. Alveda King is Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece. We Preach. talked about this, right? Preach. It, it's Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece. Now, what people don't know is her father died about a year later. He was a pastor, too, and they found him in a swimming pool. And so it's, it's people don't really know, but this is her father. This is how close she is to the struggle. Martin right. Luther King's brother, who was a pastor, is her father. He died a year later. She is in that room, and you have the nerve to call her a coon? coon. You have the nerve? She has more clout to this, more connection 
to the civil rights movement than anybody, any of these stars, any of these people, Aries Spears, all these stars, the DL Hughes that want to want to call us out. And you're calling this woman facts, this anointed woman, a coon, bro. Like, come on, man. Bro, so, come so on. we, yeah. So I, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's crazy to me, dude. It's crazy the amount of disrespect, man. It's crazy right. what they are what they are projecting. And the and the the thing is is that I feel like there's a fear factor here. There's a fear factor right. that they're gonna lose control of the minds. Because right. once people see you know, Alveda King and, and uh Angela Angela Stanton King. Angela Pre- Stanton President King Trump just Angela President Stanton, Trump just forgave. Go right, ahead. right. We got two minutes. We got two minutes. Okay. Just pardoned her. Just pardoned her. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, record gone. Yeah, her just, record is clean. Just, yeah, just pardoned her. Record is clean. Look, man, we have to understand right now to explain to people out there who don't get it. Black America has been trained by the liberal Democrats to be in love with social currency instead of actual currency. Facts. That means they care. They care more about what Beyonce says rather than their own home uh, bank account. They care more about LeBron and what he says. They care more about what Snoop and they say. But what black American needs to wake up and understand right now Preach. is that when Snoop, when Snoop came out and he talked about Donald Trump, he didn't have to do anything. They were like, oh, that's cool. He has Donald Trump with a toe tag. But he went out and said something about Gail. Then Susan Rice stepped up with the liberal elites. And they said, boy, you better apologize right mm. now. And look what Snoop did. He's a hardcore gangster. He's a thug. He's a this. He went back and apologized <laughs> to Gail. But he can't apologize to Donald Trump. So everybody out there, you need to understand. These people are fronting like they kings and they Fronting. this and they that. They are just answering to a higher power. You know what I mean? They, For they, sure. They're, they're, yeah, they, they control, bro. They control. Super control. Hey, Derek, I got, I got, I got, I got to run, man. I got to get out the break. Okay. Stay on the phone, okay. man. I'm gonna bring you back for another segment. Stay on the phone, man. Derek is is spitting facts, facts, and I want y'all to call in. And you tell me if he right or wrong. 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-KTAR. You're listening to The Brandon Tatum Show. Hold the phone. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I want y'all to give a shout out to my boy Brandon King back there. He on the boards. He on the phones. He doing it all. So if you call in, show him a little bit of respect and tell him thank you for his uh, services here. So, (laughs) all right, let's get into this, man. I'm going to bring Derek back. If y'all were listening to my last segment, I want to give Derek the proper uh, icing on the cake because, man, he he one of the realists. Derek, you still yes, there? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm here. All right, bro. I just want you to I just want you to plug your, your social media, tell people where they can find you. Um, okay. Where, uh, so on my Instagram and Facebook, it is Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, uh, Gradenigo, G-R-A-D-E-N-I-G-O. Again, that's D-E-R-R-I-C-K. G-R-A-D-E-N-I-G-O. That's on Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, it is D at D Gradenigo. So at D-G-R-A-D-E-N-I-G-O. There you go. 
All right, I appreciate it, brother. Thanks for coming on, man. I have to bring you back another time. We're going to chop it up yes, sir. after the show is over, man. God bless you, brother. Hey, man, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't want to tell you before you go. Hey, man, I wish you was here, man. I wish you was here with us, man. I know, we, man. We did it for you. We did it for you. Trust I know. Me. When, hey. you, when you see what happens next and when everybody out there see what happened next, they ain't going to believe it. They ain't right, going to believe it, B. I'm going to be there next time. <laughs> All, right, All right, brother. Bro. Be good. Yeah. So I, I was invited, obviously, to the White House again, and I had a speaking engagement, and the White House switched the dates, and it landed on my speaking engagement. I'm a man of integrity, so I wasn't going to let them down. I, I ended up missing out on this time going to the White House, but I'll be there again. Um, I want to bring Henry in from Chandler. Henry, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What you got? Miss Tatum, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I've listened for a while. I enjoy your show. I had a question. Is it of your opinion that if there were no people that thought liberally, then everything would be great? You know, I, I'm, I'm scared to, to have that great of a stretch, but I think things will be better. I don't know about great, but they'll be better. So if, if everyone had a conservative point of view. Yeah, you know, a, ran- a range of conservative views, you know, not, not just everybody yeah. thinks exactly alike, but if people were more on a conservative spectrum, I think things would be much better. I, I, don't, I think these liberal ideologies are just they have nothing but failures um, attached to their to their ideology. I see. Um, in the Bible, it mentions that the, you don't have the light without the dark. Yeah, I mean, so how, how does that portray to that thinking? Well, I'm a human, so in my mind, I'd rather just have the light, you know, but the way the way God structures things is that he can manage the light and the dark, right? So it's up to him. That's why I think things exist today, but if it was up to, to me with my finite mind, um, I would just have the good, man, because the bad is, is inconveniencing my life, but I can't see down the road. I can't see into the future. I don't really know how much it holds conservative ideals accountable. You know, I think it, it, I'm going to tell you this. Donald Trump made me more conservative. Donald Trump made me more proud um, to be an American. So, I mean, I, I think you have a point there. Obviously, the Bible speaks. Right. And my next question and last one is, who do you see as a replacement for him? Because obviously, if he wins or if he doesn't, it'll be his last time. Yeah, that's a good question, so who man. Would you like, who would you like to see usurp him in the sense of, you know, the next person that is a Republican? That's a good question. Nikki Haley, uh, I met her. I heard her speak. I'm not sure about it. I haven't looked at all the policies, but I think – who? Uh, Jim Jordan. <laughs> My fiance said Jim Jordan. But I think Nikki Haley mm-hmm. seems pretty balanced. She seems conservative. Um She's a very strong woman. She has some great accomplishments. And I met her in person, and I like the way she moved. You know, I think she's not a pushover, but she's not as radical as President Trump. Mm-hmm. But I think President Trump had to be radical. You know, I, I compare this to, like, the SWAT team. You got the battering ram that break the door open. There's wood chips everywhere, and then everybody comes in smooth. So I think after Trump, we do need somebody that's a little more smooth. I don't know, man. What do you think? Who, who do you think will uh, be uh, a good person to replace Trump after he's done? It's so funny because – Trump is like looking at the sun. When you look away, you still see it. You're right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the like rim, that? the remnants of. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna put that on the shirt. <laughs> no, I think it's Thanks. it's gonna be hard to replace him though, for sure. Well, thank you, sir, Mr. Tatum. I appreciate the show. Good talking to you. Hey, thanks, Henry. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, that's a good question. And who's gonna replace Trump? You know. I like Nikki Haley. She seems like a strong woman, you know what I mean? And and it's not about male or female. It's about who's strong, who can produce for this country, who has the experience, who has the backing, who can actually win, and who can debate. Trump is an anomaly. 
right? Trump, ain't nobody going to be Trump again. There's no, never going to be a Trump. Um, he was able to come at the right time with the right rhyme, and he he, he did it. And uh, the country is tired of the drama, I'll tell you that, but it's a necessary drama. And then when President Trump is done breaking open the door, everybody else goes smooth through. I don't think there should ever be a – the way the Democrats are headed, you know, Bernie Sanders, the socialists, I don't think there should ever be one of these people leading our country ever again. They want to take our country to the ground. And that's not okay. And I don't care what party line you're on, but the ideology that you're spitting, that's not good. Call in 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-KTAR. If you don't call in right now, I may have to get you after the after the segment. But, you know, young young black people in this country, uh, and I'm going to say young black people, black, black people in general. And I want people to understand this one thing. All black people are poor. Most black people are in the middle class. So when these people get on TV and talk about, oh, we're going to do this for welfare, we're going to do this, you're talking to a small portion of black people. You ain't talking to me. You're not talking to probably a few black people that are listening to this channel that are successful, that make money, that don't want their taxes being raised. So I, I don't know why they're thinking like that. And I'll tell you this, and then I'm, I might have to run to the next segment. Um, we all do not think alike. Now, I know some racist people think we look alike, but we don't all think alike. And it's okay for us to be diverse in our thought process. It's dangerous for everybody to think one way. It's dangerous for everybody to vote one side. You don't have any representation if you only got one side. I'm telling you, they take advantage of you every time. And I just will employ to people who are watching, if you are an American of African descent, I want you to think about this. Open your mind. Open your understanding that there is more to life and politics than the Democratic Party. Please, please, for your children's sake. I love y'all, man. Catch me in the next segment. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. Hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the greatest show in Phoenix. In the world. In the galaxy. No, I'm just playing. Welcome back to my show, man. Every Saturday at 6 p.m. I want y'all to call in. I like to, I like to talk. I like to communicate with the people who are listening. Uh, 602-277-KTAR. 602 602- 277 KTR. Am I saying that right? Okay. All right. I want y'all to call in if you can. Let's talk about voting for a minute, right? We see that Joe Biden, um, who who he don't know if he's in Afghanistan or Iraq. Did I say that wrong? He don't know if he's in Iran or the United States of America. That, that's a better one. He don't know where he's at. Now, let me tell you why I say Joe Biden don't know where he's at. I want you to listen to these clips and you tell me, does this sound like a man that know what the heck is going on? And he's supposed to be the president of the United States of America. Roll the clip. And I have a simple proposition here. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. <laughs> Maybe 
I should laugh at him. The United States Senate? <laughs> you ain't even. Bro, you supposed to be running for the president of the United States. You you went vice president. You went down to the Senate. I mean, I know that he was a senator. I believe he was a senator at some point. Bro, your last job was the vice president. How you go all the way down to the Senate? Y'all, he don't know what's going on. There's another clip, and I, I think is is way too long. Let me try to test it and see if uh, he make his uh, his speech in this in this portion. You know, I think it's important to win. Period. Obviously, That's the right. bigger you win anywhere, you know, the Palmetto States. And if you support a victory potential, well, it's I can't find a part. It's not. I can't find it. But anyway, he says that 150 million people were killed in to gun violence since 2007. 50, 150 million. You know, you know, he ain't he ain't thinking right. I don't know why they let him up there. He they need to put him in a home somewhere. All right. I'm bringing in Gary from Gilbert. Gary, welcome to the Brandon Tatum show. What you got? Hello, Brandon. And by the way, before I get into my little spiel, I agree with the previous caller. I think Nikki Haley would be a great or Nikki Haley would be a great uh, person to consider for president. Awesome. Um, I talked to you a week ago about the convention of state. Oh, yeah, you did. And. Basically, um, you know, we had met uh, while we were breaking down our, our booths at the yeah, uh, Second Amendment rally, and uh, I was surprised that you had not heard about the Convention of States. And then uh, the following week, I listened to your radio program, and you said that you had you spoke two languages. Your first language was Ebonics, and your second language was English. And that really stuck with me because it, I thought to myself, you know, one of the reasons that we're not getting our message out about the convention of states is the fact that maybe we're not speaking the language of some very important segments of uh, of our society. So okay. I guess my question to you is, how do you think we can do a better job of reaching into the group of people that, that is more comfortable understanding Ebonics than listening to somebody like me? <laughs> I think that I mean, hey, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Some people probably have a problem with me saying that Ebonics, because obviously all people in the inner city don't speak Ebonics. But but I, I get what you're saying. But I think that you own to something because I think that there is a cultural identity that people need to feel that they're being represented. Right. I mean, think about the Democratic Party. You know, it's a whole bunch of black people. They, they're everywhere you, you look and people say, OK, if black people are over here, then maybe we should go over here. So I think that there needs to be some diversity of representation, if if not already. And then also while you're on, you could tell people where they need to go to get more information. Is there a website specifically that they can go to that they can get preliminary information? Uh, yeah. And thank you for that lead. And that's great. Um, what I would ask your your listeners to do is to go to conventionofstates.com and sign the petition. The petition basically says that uh, the resolution, which includes an amendment for a balance of budget, uh, term limits for elected officials, and reduced, or I should say restricted authority of the federal government over we the people. And each one of those would be three separate amendments. Now, Arizona was the ninth state to sign the resolution that went to Congress. We have 15 states right now. There's going to be two more, South Dakota and South Carolina, this this session. And Wisconsin will probably be next. So we'll have 18 states. We need 34. The problem we have in Arizona, and you may recognize this as a problem, Brandon, is that 
we're going to have probably a one vote majority in the Senate to preserve the resolution. There, there's a lot of big money coming into Arizona that wants to change not only our national election, but you know our national representatives, but also our state representatives. Yeah. They want to get people in here that are going to rescind the resolution. You know, we're only twenty three point three trillion in debt, right. and you know, I know you have children. I have children. I have grandchildren. Uh, we don't want them stuck with that payment because it, they'll never pay it back. True. So anyway, we need some help. Yeah, yeah. So we'll give you the website one more time. Conventionofstates.com and go to action, sign the petition. Awesome, And what awesome. that'll do is once the individual uh, indicates electronically to sign the petition, it will go to the state representatives in their district. So awesome. it'll be two House members and one Senate member. And what we're trying to do, we're trying to get a huge outpouring of signatures into the state so every representative of us at the state level knows that we're serious about uh, keeping the resolution intact. Awesome, Gary. I, I think people are going to go to the website. They've heard it. Thank you for calling in. Me and you will connect uh, offline. I appreciate the call. Uh, thanks, Gary. Now, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies, I want to I finish this out. If you want to call in, you can call in. If you have a question or you disagree with anything that I said on the show, if you think that President Trump is a racist, I would love for you to call in and tell me, after all that I didn't been through, I want you to tell me that he a racist when I've had experiences with the president. And obviously Derek did, too. And a whole bunch of other brothers and sisters have had experience with the president and believes to the contrary of him being some crazy racist. Now, call in 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-KTAR. But I want to tell you guys, make sure you vote, right? Make sure you vote in the primary. Don't get lackadaisical, right? Don't don't. Wait until the general, because you are Republican and you already know that you want to vote for President Trump. There there are some people in the primary that need to be unseated. Some Republicans that aren't doing anything. Some of them are rhinos. They need to they need to be replaced. Do your research and make sure that you're registered and ready to vote in the primary as well as in the general. Now, the primaries are very important. We need to have turnout. Also. And this is what I tell all the, all the Republicans, and I'm not, I'm not always for this, but we in a fight right now. You need to make sure you go down that list in the general and you elect all the Republicans that you have researched and found, and you need to elect all of them. You know why? And you know why? Because when we were lazy in 2016, and some of it was voter fraud, but when we were lazy in 2016, we let these anti-American terrorists like Ilhan Omar to get into the House of Representatives and attempt to destroy this country. And if more of those people who are not representatives of any party, they're, they're just completely against America, if they get in the office, what do we have? As Republicans, we need to win back the House. We already got the Senate. We should be stacking the Senate for President Trump going into 2020 and finishing out the last four years of his of his term. We got a caller coming in. Um, look like they're from the Valley. So we'll, we'll, I'll have that caller call in. But you, you need to make sure you vote. Don't get lazy. Don't get lethargic. Don't feel like you got it in the bag. This is like the New England Patriots. Now, I hope that y'all, let me say, let me say the Arizona Cardinals. Now, they was losing like nobody's business last year. But just, just remember that Super Bowl, right? So let's just say the Arizona Cardinals is up by 20 points. We are the Arizona Cardinals. We're up by 20 points. Bring it home. Don't play not to lose. Play to win. Run up the score. 
This is not Pee Wee Ball. Nobody's going to get in trouble. We need to run up the vote score. We don't, we don't just need to win. We need to win by a landslide. We need to see people crying again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want Trump get elected and he win every state but probably Washington. I want people crying. That's what I want to see, especially y'all conservatives that I'm talking to on this show. Now, I'm going to bring in a caller, um, Katie from Phoenix. Welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What do you got? Um, am, I, am I live now? You're, you're live. You're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I just, um, I'm actually a registered Republican here in Arizona, but I actually am thinking of changing parties. Okay. And I'm very upset with people accepting the way things are now, the uncivility, the bullying, um, that that it's okay that our president calls people scum of the earth. And, you know, and I, and I get that people are frustrated with how things are. But, you know, and now tonight, you know, I was really saddened when I heard you making fun of Joe Biden, this man who's given his his life to. Serve he's a dirty, he's a, he's a dirty, he's a dirty person. He's a dirty person. Laughing about another human being. And, you know, now I, I mean, I'm a Republican and now I've got um, McSally calling people journalist names and stuff. That's but not you don't have a problem with that's them that's calling. Not, you don't you don't have a problem with them calling Republicans names. Finish, please. Let me finish, please. Okay, please make it quick. Of course I have, tr- I have trouble with anyone calling anyone the name. And to have the President of the United States on TV, at rallies, calling people names, swearing. I won't let my grandkids watch him. It's embarrassing. Well, who are you going to vote it's for? terrible. Who are you going to vote for? I, I, I'm not certain yet. I actually am thinking of changing parties, unfortunately, but, because I see no one standing up for the but, civilized people of this world who do not want name-calling, bullying. What party are you going to go to? Deflecting. Pardon? What party are you going to go to? I'll probably go independent. I'll probably go okay, independent. Okay, that, that, I, 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 that makes more sense to me. And all, if you I, say- all I want to say is I would please implore you to take a more civil tone, whether you like someone or not, no name calling. Okay. You can say you disagree with him. You can say you don't like them. I grew up in a household where you couldn't even say shut up to anyone. Yeah, that's real soft, though. I didn't grow up in a household like that. I get, well, I get it. Know, I get it. Words matter. And I really want to implore the Republicans okay. to take that to heart. Words matter. I'm okay. thinking of strange from the party because I just see it doesn't matter. You can okay. say whatever you want. You can lie. You can do a lot of stuff. And we need to get back to... Christian values. Okay, thank, thank you. you for taking my call. Thank you so much for calling in. I got two minutes, and I got to say this. Listen, man, I know people may feel that way. Oh, but people are mad at Trump for saying stuff to people, and they're, and they're calling. Listen, let me tell you this: Joe Biden talks so much trash about the president of the United States, the most disrespectful candidate against the president of the United States, and he's not supposed to say nothing back to him. I, he is a corrupt, evil person. That joker on in, in Ukraine pimping our government out, got his son over there. Come on, man. Come on. Me, meeting at the tarmac, defrauding our government. And we supposed to sit back. Now, there are people that want to take a soft approach. I'm going to hit you every time. I'm sick of Republicans being soft. These Democrats come out, they cuss you out, impeach the MFR. They say it all day long, and we sit on our hands and we do nothing. It's time for Republicans to stand up. You don't want me to talk crazy about you? Then act like you got some sense. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show. I'll see y'all next week. I'm out of here. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app.